Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's September 15th. The crash at Crush took place on this day in 1896, and if that name doesn't sound familiar, it's one of the many times that people wrecked some trains together for fun. People like to smash things, and people like to watch things being smashed, and in the late 1800s and early 1900s, this included intentionally staging train wrecks for people to watch. William George Crush was a passenger agent for the state of Texas at the Missouri-Kansas-Texas Railroad Company, also known as the Katy. It was kind of a shortened version of those initials, MKT. He had a great idea to sell more tickets on this railroad. The railroad was replacing all of its 35-ton locomotives with 60-ton models, so he thought they might, on purpose, wreck two of the old ones together at a specially constructed stretch of track And of course, they could also sell tickets to get to that stretch of track on the Katy for $2 a piece. 33 trains were pulled into the whole effort. He was a little concerned about whether this would be safe. In particular, he worried about whether the boilers of these two locomotives might explode on impact. So he asked around among the engineers. All but one of them said that probably wouldn't happen. So he went ahead with his plan. They laid down special track from the Waco-Dallas line, and they basically made a pop-up town that they named Crush. It was 15 miles north of Waco and about three miles south of the town of West. It had a restaurant and lemonade stands and a grandstand and a huge carnival with all the expected carnival attractions. They drilled wells, and they borrowed a tent from P.T. Barnum. They built a temporary jail just in case the crowd got rowdy and they hired 200 constables to patrol on the day. They also prepared for a media onslaught with two telegraph offices and a stand for reporters. This whole site was surrounded by hills that gave a lot of natural vantage points to watch the wreck. And there was a stretch of railroad track that they were able to put among these hills that would let both of the engines go slightly downhill until they met at the middle. They chose locomotives 999 and 1001. One of them was painted green with red trim and the other red with green. Then they advertised what they were going to do all through the summer of 1896. Passengers started arriving on September 15th at about 10 in the morning. There were about 10,000 spectators. They were supposed to start the event at 4, but at 4, there were still trains that were arriving full of people, and some of these trains were so crowded that passengers were hanging on to the top of them instead of riding inside. When they finally started at 5 o'clock, there were 40,000 people watching, which was about twice as many as they had thought were going to come. The two trains came slowly together, and they touched their cowcatchers sort of like they were boxers. William Crush raised his hat from on horseback after the trains had reversed apart again. He whipped down his hat as a signal for the event to begin. Their drivers anchored their whistles down and they got the engines going before jumping clear. And when the two locomotives hit each other, each going about 50 miles an hour, they folded together like accordions and the boxcars they were towing shattered into splinters. Unfortunately... That one engineer that Crush had talked to who suggested that the boilers might explode 
was the one who was correct. Both of the boilers did explode, and scalding water and flying debris flew into the crowd, causing so many injuries, some of them very serious. And there were also, tragically, deaths. One man was hit with a length of brake chain and was killed instantly. There was a young girl who was hit with debris and died on the way home. There was also a man who survived the wreck itself, unharmed, but on the way home was run over by one of the trains and killed. Even in the face of all the injuries and the chaos, though, souvenir hunters rushed to the wreck from their vantage points to try to take away pieces of it. The Katie fired William Crush immediately, but then hired him back the next day. And then not long after all of this, composer and pianist Scott Joplin published his Great Crush Collision March. You can learn more about this and about the other train wrecks that people staged on purpose for fun in the September 15th, 2017 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. Thanks to Tari Harrison for all her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to This Day in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a battle cry. 